0: Hello and welcome to Binge or Purge streaming reviews. I am your host Demo. My co-host, as always, is Joe Taylor. Hey, man! What's w- up? W- welcome to episode eighteen. Eighteen. We-, we are. We there. can get our asses shot off in a war. We're also barely legal. Barely. Aren't we completely legal? 18?
1: Yeah, I guess. I don't know why they say barely legal. Because you're
0: a pervert. I guess that makes it hotter. I don't know. I just think legal. And we can vote. We can do our civic duty now.
1: Yeah, I guess there's not a lot of gray area in uh, legal or illegal.
0: No, it's either one or the other. Yeah, barely legal. Stop saying that. I hate, I don't, I don't, I'm going to cut this all out if you keep saying barely (laughs) legal. I hate that thing. All right, all right, all right. I have sad news. What? One of our bingeable shows that I enjoy, Patriot on Amazon, seasons one and two available for streaming now, not picked up for a third season. So if I said, you know, watch Patriot, which I still suggest, you're not going to get a follow-up season three. Sorry, folks. That's how it goes. That was announced this week. Kind of a bummer. Also, last episode I mentioned I'd be reviewing Dark this week. Uh-uh. I can't. It's just too massive. I finished the first season, but I, I would shortchange the review if I didn't do the second season as well. So I will have that for you after I finish season two. I'll have that for you next week. Okay? okay. All right. Fair enough. Okay. Now, can we can we get to the reason I'm excited today? I'm... Oh, my God. The streaming gods have finally smiled upon us. Have they? They have. I'm telling you right now, hallelujah for Amazon Prime's The Boys. Yeah. Yahoo!
1: <laughs> He's uh, shooting his pistolas in the air right now, if you're wondering.
0: I'm going to say it right now. It's the best and most badass news show of 2019. Wow. Yep. Okay. I am super psyched. I'm almost disappointed because I watch it in two days and it's, it's, it's gone now it's over. And I got to wait another year for more of it. Yeah. It's already a bummer. I'm already like, you know, in withdrawals from it. Wow. I was like sick of this. I know you're like no more superhero shows. And I'm like, Oh God, another superhero show. This show puts the superhero genre on its ass. It's a complete indictment of superheroes. Yeah. I agree with that. Now, let me
1: just tell you, I'm about, Half or maybe two thirds of the way through it, but I, I'm
0: with you so far. Okay, I, I should get into specifics before I move on. Eight episodes, about an hour each. It's based on a comic book, it was uh, created for television by Eric Kripke. And then it's got uh, executive producers Seth Rogen and his merry band of deranged perverts behind it.
1: Now, I didn't know that. Yes. that's That would not have been a plus for me. I'm glad I didn't know that in advance.
0: Right. I didn't know it until I went this to the, the credits. This is the makers of Sausage Party. For the makers of Sausage Party and Future Man Are on sh- Hulu. Which so- is oh, it's unwatchable. We're not going to talk about Future Man. Okay. But that's on Hulu. Now they got a deal with Amazon, apparently. I also checked out this show was originally slated to be a Cinemax show, but you know how things work. So it's not on Cinemax. It's now for everyone's streaming pleasure Yeah, on Amazon Prime. Prime. Before it was even released last week, picked up for a second season. So Amazon already knows it's going to be a hit. Yeah, I saw that. So what's it about? What's the premise The premise is superheroes, or soups as they're called, are corrupt, and a small group of vigilantes known as the boys are trying to take them down. That's it. That's the show. And it's hilarious, it's violent, and it has some really shocking moments. Now, Um, who's in it, you might ask? Yeah, who's in it? Because it's chock full of actors. Okay. Lots of actors
1: in this. A lot of characters
0: in it. For all the actors and performers and characters and everything going on, it's never a confusing show. Surprisingly not, because there's... It's so easy to follow.
1: Right, which is surprising because there's seven superheroes, principal superheroes. The seven, as they're called. There's sort of two villains, I would say. right. Then there's like the handlers of the superheroes. There's the government people. There's a lot of... Important characters in the show, yeah.
0: And but you're right, it, I I didn't get lost. You will not get lost. You will not get confused. Yeah. So anyway, it's got Carl Urban in it. Great actor, good okay. guy, right? right? You know, you know him, sure, sure. Did you see Dread? No. You got to see Dread with him in it, and I don't mean the Stallone Judge Dread one from oh. back in the day. I'm talking Dread where he's playing. You guessed it, Dread. That movie is awesome. Just, just a little side note. Check out Dread. Okay. Kick-ass movie. Really good. Also, Jack Quaid. Now, who's Jack Quaid, you might ask? Quaid. What? Hmm, interesting. What a surprise. He's the child of Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan.
1: Yeah. No, I wasn't surprised by that. I right. just figured. I didn't even look it up. Also,
0: there is an actress named Dominique McGilligot. McGilligat. She's now, Irish. She's, now, guess what show she was on? Oh,
1: well, I'm looking at it, so what? I'm not guessing. I clicked on her name. The Last Tycoon.
0: Right, which you thoroughly enjoyed. Love it. Right? So I'm saying this, this is the thing where you get, ooh, like during this Amazon show. Oh, let's give her a bigger part in this show. Well, she's also on House of Cards
1: for 15 episodes. More. Oh,
0: well, so she's uh She works.
1: She's got a good agent. Let's find out who her agent is and get him to help us out, maybe. Right. Elizabeth Shue? Mm-hmm.
0: You're like, huh? Elizabeth Shue? Elizabeth Shue's really good in it. Leaving Las Vegas. Oh shut up! We all know what Elizabeth Shue is in. You're going to go with Leaving Las Vegas. Yeah. You're not going to go with The Karate Kid and Adventures and Babysitting. No. Cocktail. Oh yeah, that's a good one too. Come on. Yeah. And then it also stars Chase Crawford from Gossip Girl. He's so creepy. He's super creepy. He plays like a frat boy crossed with Aquaman. And I'm not giving anything away, but there's a really funny scene with him and a dolphin. But the real standout on this show for me is an actor that I'd never seen before named Anthony Starr, and he plays Homelander. He's like really? the leader of the seven. That's the guy that you liked the most. I think he gives the best performance. He has the, he has the best character. He's good, sure. I, I kind of like Jack Quaid. Everyone's good on this, but I'm just saying the guy that's playing Homelander, I'd never seen him anything... He was on Banshee on Cinemax, and then American Gothic on CBS, whatever. I have to say, this show is right on where we are as a country right now. And it really zaps it. It's like, really gives it to us. Yeah. You know, I mean, it just, the whole hero worship. Celebrity gets a lot of credit. Um,
1: Which, uh, you remember when the, there's a scene where the, uh, A-train guy goes to visit a kid in the hospital and he's like, Don't give it away. Don't give away any of these nuggets, but I know what you mean. Okay. Yeah. There's just stuff where it's like, oh man, who would who would act like that about a celebrity? It's like, uh, everybody today that has the e channel, that's who. Okay, I'm just gonna say
0: this. Okay. This show rules. Okay. I'm going, I'm going, I rock it. It's a binge. It's a huge binge. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I had five different people just this week. Tell me, Hey man, you got to do the boys. It's awesome. I'm not the only one right there out there right now saying this show rocks. Many people have already come to me saying, you got to review it. You got to say how awesome it is. That's
1: I, I got a text message about ten minutes before we uh, started recording this from someone who said uh, you got to check this show out. Obviously, I've already you know two thirds the way through it, but uh, you got to
0: finish it. I'm man. gonna finish
1: it because it's good and it's the anti Marvel show. Yeah, totally. It's the anti any superhero show. That's the quote they need to pull from this for their posters. It's the anti Marvel show. Yeah, sure. Quote: binge or purge, Joe Taylor. Binge. Slash demo. Yeah. Bench. I'm going to finish it. Um, gosh, let's change gears. Okay. This is the most excited I've seen you in a long time. I know I
0: was, I, I, you know, I know I'm stuttering. I'm all over the map. I, I, I I don't care. I'm finally excited about something. Usually I get excited about something I hate. I'm like, Oh man, I can't wait to tell you how much (laughs) I hated this show. Finally, it's a show that I'm excited about that I enjoy. Yeah, that's the, the, uh, I'm finally happy that I'm doing this podcast so I can talk about a show that I thoroughly enjoyed. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Yeah. Thank you. Streaming gods. <laughs>
1: we're we're uh, living the dream here at binge or purge. Um, okay. I watched a documentary on Netflix called Leia and I, Mm. Now this is not a Star Wars movie about you and I'm your out. teens. I'm done. I I got
0: excited for the first part of that sentence, now, and now I'm out.
1: No, it has nothing to do with Princess Leia or Demos' own coming of age back in uh, '77 or whatever. This is about a lovely young woman who's I think 23. Her and her friend, her best friend, they just graduated from UCLA.
0: They went to USC.
1: And they decided to set out on an adventure. Now. Leia, the subject of the documentary, Leia Moray,
0: she has cystic fibrosis. Do you know what that is? I do. It's a genetic disease uh, where you have trouble breathing. Like your lungs, your whole uh, respiratory system is affected, and it can be quite fatal uh, early on in life. You could just say it's a sickness, man. You don't have to sound like a— You asked me what cystic fibrosis was, and I know. I'm supposed to say, I don't know. I can't seem like a complete idiot all the time on here.
1: Hmm. Well, anyway, she's brilliant and she's wonderful. She speaks five languages. Now, here's the thing. She's, uh, I think, 23 when they filmed this. They just graduated. Her life expectancy is about 10 to 15 years Yeah. after after that. She doesn't care. She parties. She smokes. She travels. She... Does she have to
0: do that thing in the morning with that machine where they, you know, suck out all the mucus?
1: Well, they don't show her doing that. They show her doing some other stuff. But she does does some
0: sort of care for herself.
1: Yeah, she does. Now, a note about this before I press on. The sound was designed and mixed by our friends at Pulsar Studios in Portugal, Tiago and Dennis. Now, you don't know them, but they did 818. Oh, thank you. I'm like... I have friends in Portugal. I know you didn't know who I was talking about, but we'll get into eight one eight on a future episode too. But uh, we yeah, were- when that starts streaming, yeah, it's coming. <laughs> That's coming. Oh, that, I can't wait to review that. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, anyway, so the sound guys are f- friends of mine, and
0: now. Did you know that going in that they had mixed the sound?
1: Yeah. I actually okay. heard
0: about this from them. Okay. So it wasn't like, oh my God, my friends mix this. You, you were tipped off to watch this.
1: Yeah. Okay. Although I've had stuff happen the other way and you probably have too, which is yeah. kind of fun. Yeah, for sure. So the filmmaker here is Leia's best friend, Camille Shushani. They both have different backgrounds with their best friends. Most of the film is about Leia, although the camera gets turned around, uh, literally, on uh, camille sometimes they're both pretty interesting so they're gonna go to mexico city and then work their way down into south america uh, looking for holistic cures for cystic fibrosis so they go down there they're just traveling a little bit without a plan they meet with shamans they meet with a magnetic biologist who's someone who puts magnets on your body to cure different things they Um, take any ayahuasca I'm getting there.
0: Are you kidding? I'm just throwing <laughs> that out there. Like no. I hear shaman. I go, ayahuasca.
1: Yeah. So here's here's the thing. Uh, it's very cool. The first half of this is very cool because you're watching it and you're like, here's someone whose days are numbered and is young. And that's really sad. But she's living life, man. She's like that um, country song or whatever.
0: Hopefully no. at the end
1: of the show. No. I. When you ask me a country song, I can instantly say no. Anyway, it's about living every day as if it was going to be your last, right? And she totally has that attitude. She's positive. She's uh, adventurous. All this stuff. It's a lot of fun. One cool thing about this documentary, because she speaks five languages, there's scenes that are in French, some that are in Spanish. There's no subtitles. So you're watching two people speak a language. Now, I pick up a lot of Spanish, but the French stuff, I picked up 5% of it. But you feel like you know what they're saying, and it makes you listen and watch these people in a way that you wouldn't if you were reading. So I thought that was a really bold decision by the filmmaker to not subtitle the foreign language conversations. She was talking to her doctor, and it made it feel like it was a private thing that you were looking in on, but you weren't all the way in on it. I don't, I don't know. I thought it, I thought it was kind of cool. That's not interesting. A couple of times it backfired a little bit because it was like, what? What just happened? It would have been nice to know what was going on. But it was kind of intimate in a way with that choice. How long is this thing? So you're, you're getting ahead of me because I was just talking about the first half of this first because it's very inspirational. The storytelling was good. It moved along. It was great. Now the second half, they're on their travels. And it just turns into an ayahuasca documentary.
0: I was right.
1: They do ayahuasca six nights in a row. Oh my god! I was totally joking. No, that's <laughs> they meet. They, <laughs>
0: they meet I'm these sorry. shamans. No, you totally Wait, stepped I, when on. I, when, I, when I hear shaman, I'm like ayahuasca. Well, I get.
1: I'd like to know, by the way, what the average shaman makes annually. Because some of these guys look like they were doing pretty good. But then you get down into Peru and stuff and it gets a little weirder. But anyway, the stuff about the ayahuasca, you know, watching them go
0: through. They showed a lot of the whole six nights in a row. Yeah. I've never heard of of that. I've only heard of people doing it one night and it's like crazy. Crazy.
1: Yeah. Well, I know one thing it does to you is it makes you think that you're smarter than the rest of your friends. Yeah, because cause you I, did it. You don't yeah. shut
0: up about I it. I know, oh my God, that time I did ayahuasca. I had a friend of mine a couple years ago. She was hell bent on doing it. And I was like, I'll pick you up. You know, I'll be your emergency contact, but I, I ain't touching that shit. All right. Yeah. I don't need to go on a vision quest. No. All right. I don't need to know how, you know, messed up I am. I already know. I wouldn't either. I would,
1: I would, I'm the kind of person I would, uh, think that I would turn it into an orange and I would try to peel myself or something. <laughs> just be like, I'd start calling, you know, I'd start calling I'd end up like friends. Lloyd
0: Bridges at the end of Airplane, where it's like I'm hanging upside down, you know, from like sniffing too much glue. And yeah. Then, ah, and then I jump out the window. That would be me on ayahuasca. So, no thanks. Yeah. I've, I've heard about it and it's
1: like, uh, You know, the idea of just losing your mind just worries me a little bit. Yeah. Unfortunately, the second half of this was more about what we just talked about than it was about this girl trying to live life to the fullest. So I have mixed feelings about this because it is something that is really inspirational at the beginning. Now, it also makes you feel a little bad. It's depressing for someone like me or you to watch somebody just be so awesome.
0: And, and just really achieve their potential because- as With a completely debilitating disease, no right, less. Right, I'm fine. And this woman's like, you know, climbing mountains and I'm like, I can't do anything. Yeah. It's like watching the Little Bow Wow episode
1: of MTV Cribs and you're like, what am I doing with my life? This 14 year old has a, a palace in Malibu, you know?
0: Yeah, but that was, isn't his, who is his father? What's his face, Right cool Modi. not cool master P master P. i I'm, <laughs> I'm not up on my hip hop either I don't know country and I don't know hip hop so yep. don't come at me either side <laughs> right down the middle yeah what's your final verdict here the
1: second half is just so fixated on the ayahuasca and by the way this is an hour and 24 minutes long if this were an hour binge If you want to watch the first two-thirds of it and then the last five minutes, binge. If you want to sit down and watch the whole thing like it's a feature film, Purge. Okay. It's a very conditional binge or Purge recommendation. It's not going to look
0: good on anyone's poster.
1: Yeah, it would be weird on a poster, but check it out if you want. It's well done. I think this is her first documentary. So for that, it's it's really good. There's a good arc and story and everything. Wonderful. That's Leia and I, Netflix doc. Now, we have a, a PSA. We're looking for advertisers, but in the meantime, we thought we would do something good and uh, promote good causes. Is this going to be like one to grow on? I have
0: no idea what you're talking about. Oh, my God. Are you technically a millennial? No. Sometimes I don't know, man. I just don't know. I'm reading the PSA, everybody. All right. You have the power to do something right now that could drastically affect the rest of your life. It doesn't involve decisions about college or work or joining the military or anything like that. It simply involves using a condom if you're having sex. See, the risk of getting HIV and AIDS is still out there. And these days, half the people who get HIV are 24 years old or younger. You can trust the person you're with. You can love the person you're with. But trust and love can't stop HIV. Condoms can. (laughs) (laughs) What? I'll get it. I don't know what you're laughing at. I'm just, shut up. The person you're with may look fine, but they could be infected. And having unprotected sex just once can turn your whole life upside down. Every 15 minutes of every day, another person 24 years or younger gets infected with HIV. Make sure you're not one of them. Respect yourself. Protect yourself. Have any questions? Call 1-800-922-AIDS. Brought to you by the California AIDS Prevention Campaign. And that's one to grow
1: on. Thanks, Demo. Yeah, so there you go. I'm not exactly sure what you thought was so funny about that, but it's good to help our friends out at the California AIDS Prevention Campaign, who a lot of people uh,
0: take seriously. Did you have some unprotected sex recently? Uh, No. No? No. Uh, Did you have any sex recently? Probably not. Okay. My turn. Back to me. Okay, back to you. I spent my whole week focused on the boys, all right? So I was like, I didn't have any. I'm like, I got to get something. So I grabbed a doc off of Hulu. I wanted something quick, something easy. And I came across something that I had watched the first 20 minutes of a year ago. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. I wanted to finish this. Here it is. It's Too Funny to Fail, The Life and Death of the Dana Carvey Show. It's a doc from 2017. It's one hour and 35 minutes. And get this. It was directed by Josh Greenbaum. Does that ring any bells for you? Yes. It's the guy who directed the documentary I reviewed last week, Becoming Bond. The one that I hated so much. Wow. This is my mea culpa to Josh Greenbaum. He's not a complete pile of crap now, which one? Which one did he do first? They were both the same year. He did this in the same year. They're both from 2017. That's interesting. Now, in his favor this movie had no reenactments. Right. So he was able to just, you know, record a bunch of talking heads of much more talented people.
1: That's a good sign when a documentary has no reenactments. Yeah.
0: When, oh, God. <laughs> so awful. Also, a little fun fact. Last week, we were like, why is Jake Johnson in this doc for becoming Bond? And the answer is, Josh Greenbaum directed a whole bunch of episodes of New Girl. Yeah, I like that show. I like Jake Johnson. So there's your missing link of how Jake Johnson ended up in Becoming Bond. But I digress. Okay. Let's get back to I've the, seen this You've thing. seen this. Oh, great. I loved it. It's a great doc. Th- especially th- if you love comedy and how a whole bunch of incredibly talented people blow it. And yeah. what what's so great about this show is the fact that it was created by Dana Carvey and Robert Smigel who formed a great bond on Saturday Night Live. So two... Immensely talented people. They start off on their own to do this show. And who did they pick up to be on the show? The hugest names in comedy today. Yep. Steve Carell and Stephen Colbert. And? And Louis C.K. Louis C.K. became the head writer on this show. So it is filled with talent that would go on to become superstars. Yeah. So I thought it was fascinating. Um, Also, the funny thing I, I didn't know about this was the ambiguously gay duo started out on the Dana Carvey show and then they yeah. moved it and used it on Saturday night live because Robert Smigel took it with him.
1: And it's now, still uh, Stephen Colbert's voice and uh, Steve Carell Steve Carell. doing the,
0: the voices of Gary and Ace. Yeah. No, no, I don't think anyone knows that, but it is them. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Now, if you don't know what the, what, what are we even talking about? So in 1996, Dana Carvey left SNL and he got his own variety. I don't want to say variety show. He got his own, Sketch comedy comedy show on ABC going on after Home Improvement. Right. Family Night. Family Night. And um, it got lambasted from the opening sketch where he played Bill Clinton and he had all these nipples and he had animals. He was breastfeeding all these animals. That was the opening sketch for the show. And they, they get into how the ratings crashed within the first three minutes. Yeah. So the show goes through all this anguish, they do eight episodes, only seven of them air because finally ABC pulls the plug after they record the eighth one and they throw in an episode of Coach. So it's a great example of incredibly talented people failing miserably, but then getting back up on the horse. Because Robert Smigel, if you don't know, went on to make what I consider one of the great comedy staples of the last 15 to 20 years triumph the insult comic dog so funny love triumph love him love conan o'brien i dogged conan o'brien and made a, a little jab at conan o'brien last week i don't want to i love conan if you like comedy and how it works how it's made this is a binge this is a binge no matter what because um now
1: i used to watch home improvement with my parents was it tuesday nights Does that sound right i think so yes that was like our little family time right And that was a good a good thing then when that show came on, I remember that opening scene and I remember my mom being like, I don't know if I want you watching this. And so I <laughs> I, I watched a few more of them uh, through the couple of months it was on, uh, but I was I had to go watch them myself. They wouldn't they wouldn't watch it with me. But I'll tell you what, man, those are some of the greatest comedy writers of all time. The funniest sketch, if if, if you have no idea what we're talking about right now, just take two minutes, watch Waiters who are disgusted by
0: food. Waiters that are nauseated by food. Waiters
1: that are nauseated by food. Stephen
0: Colbert and Steve Carell playing waiters that are nauseated by food. And they say in the doc that that was their calling card to get other jobs later on. Like, well, we did waiters that get nauseated by food. And like, you're hired! Yeah,
1: well, they should have been. And um, there's also something that the uh, Gerald Ford... When Dana Carvey plays Tom Brokaw and he's describing, <laughs> they're pre-taping all these different ways that Gerald Ford could die. And it's so funny. And that was one of the sketches on the eighth episode that never aired. Right. But they got to do it, I don't know how many years
0: later. Yeah, when Dana Carvey guest hosted SNL and Smigel was yeah. back to writing on it. Like, let's do that. And it killed. Yeah. It's a great bit. There are so many great bits on this show. And I have to say, I never saw a second of this show. Really? Yeah. I was working at the time. I wasn't with my parents watching TV I around was like, the I was around like five the fireplace. Or six years old. Yeah, I was already working. <laughs> I was already a working man. I was probably I was 12. working in a coal mine. I didn't yeah. have time Where to watch belong. the Dana Carvey show. Good. Go back to the coal mine. <laughs> anyway, too funny to fail, the life and death of the Dana Carvey show on Hulu. A lot of fun. Good bench. Yeah. One last thing. The first time I ever signed up for Hulu
1: was specifically to watch this doc. Oh. And then I canceled it like a week later. Wow. And now, I mean, I, I have it now because it's a tax write-off, but uh, it really is good. Let's wrap it up. Wrap what do it we up. got? Hey, like the PSA said. Um,
0: okay, so what are we looking forward to? I'm going to bring you guys Dark next week, like I promised last week. I'm committing to you. I will have a review for both seasons of Dark on Netflix. Okay, and that's the one with the German subtitles. Yes, again the one with the German
1: the one you have to read, I'm sorry. Well, I'm not gonna watch any I'll probably step out and have a smoke or something while you're doing that review. But we're also gonna talk about euphoria. We are
0: finally gonna talk about HBO's Euphoria. There's a tone in my voice should tell you how excited I am for that. Yeah. And But people are asking about it. They are. I'm going, you watching Euphoria? Hey, man. Check out Euphoria? Yeah, I'm watching Euphoria because I watch everything on HBO. Yeah. Didn't I state at one point if it's on HBO, I watch it? I think so. Well, Well, I'm stating it now again. One other thing that we might do
1: next week or might be two weeks, but we're going to get to it is a Netflix doc called The Great Hack about Cambridge Analytica. They got a bunch of data from Facebook and supposedly used that to get our current president elected, among other people, and to get Brexit to pass. It's interesting. There's a lot of information in there about, you know, what happens to your data on social media and what people intend uh, to do with it. We might have a guest who works in that world calling in. Okay. Or, or we might not, but we'll review it in the next couple of weeks. Okay. So we're at the end. Just to recap, Demo loves the boys. Demo loves the boys. I do. It's my favorite show this year. Hands down. I have been saying this for a long, long time. I knew that was going. Demo loves the boys. (laughs) On Uh, Amazon Prime. Brand new show. Just came out, what, a week? Week ago. Yeah. Uh, It's good. I'm going to finish it. Leia and I, Netflix doc, is good. It's a coming of age thing. There's good, good parts to it. Demo wrote a uh, horrifying PSA. thought it was hilarious. Uh, too funny to fail is a reason to get Hulu for the trial period, at least. Check it out. It's funny. Uh, we're looking forward to the great hack. Maybe a guest. Euphoria. Dark. A bunch of fun stuff coming. Where can people get a hold of
0: us? They can reach us on Twitter at BingeOrPurge, Instagram at binge or Purge Podcast email us at binge or purge podcast at gmail.com as always we want to thank just the facts you can follow just the facts on twitter and instagram at the jessica greer all right is that it that's it for joe taylor my name is demo this has been binge or purge streaming reviews see you next time keys was it book no